This is Hardy Midday, Hardy County's daily radio news program. For the next 10 minutes, we will bring you the latest in local news and events, sports, weather, agriculture, and much more. If you have an upcoming event in Hardy County, feel free to send it to hardymidday at gmail.com. Please remember to include any necessary information about your event in your message. Hardy Midday is brought to you by First National Bank of Wachula, 406 North 6th Avenue in Wachula, and online at fnbwachula.com. Hardy Midday starts now. Good afternoon, Glenn here. Today is Friday, September 22nd, and welcome back to Hardy Midday. We're on Rule Country 102.1 The Outlaw, brought to you by Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue, right here in Wachula. Starting off with your local news this morning, a small white dog was found at Wachula Elementary School. If you might be missing your dog and you live near the area, call the Hardy County Sheriff's Office Animal Services Unit at 8 6-3-7-7-3-23-20. The left lane of Highway 17 northbound from Bergen Farms Farmers Market to Burger King is closed for road work today. Please use caution in the area during this time. The Highlands County Sheriff's Office needs your help with locating a man in connection to a burglary in Avon Park. A video of the individual can be found on their Facebook page. If you have any information, please call 863-402-7350. And for 46-year-old former Deputy Sheriff Michael Brian Richards was arrested yesterday, September 21st, for charges of DUI with serious bodily injury, a third-degree felony, and DUI, a a second-degree misdemeanor. Richards resigned his employment at the time of his arrest. Had he not resigned, he would have been terminated. The arrest is related to a July 27th single motorcycle crash that occurred on Highway 92 near the Winter Haven Airport at approximately 11.45 p.m. PM. The motorcycle was traveling eastbound. No other vehicles were involved. Richards was off duty at the time and was the rider and operator of the motorcycle, a personally owned 2017 Harley Davidson, and he had a 41-year-old female passenger riding with him. Based on roadway evidence, Richards left the roadway onto the south shoulder of the road, which caused him to lose control of the motorcycle. Upon leaving the roadway, the motorcycle slid out of control along the grass shoulder and onto the roadway. Both occupants were ejected. Evidence at the scene indicated the motorcycle was being driven between 65 and 80 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone. Both Richards and the female passenger were not wearing helmets, receiving serious injuries as a result of the crash, and were transported to Lakeland Regional Health Medical Center. Richards is currently taking physical therapy and has not worked since the crash. The 41-year-old female passenger is still hospitalized and remains seriously injured, including a brain injury. Deputy obtained a search warrant to collect the blood drawn from Richards at the hospital. Test results from those samples indicate Richards had a blood alcohol level of 0.14 BAC at the time, nearly double the legal limit. Your local events tonight. Cheer on your hardy Wildcats as they travel to Lakeland and take on the Lakeland Christian Vikings in a non-district away game. Kickoff is at 7.30 p.m. and we'll have live coverage of this game on 1310 AM, 102.1 FM, and on the web at 102.1 
1021theoutlaw.com. Tri-State Drilling and Repair presents CWA7 at Rattler's Old West Saloon, 111 West Oak Street in Arcadia, tomorrow night. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the show begins at 7. To purchase your tickets, go to cwa7.eventbrite.com. And Hardy Senior High School is hosting a homecoming tailgate party. Hardy High School alumni, students, parents, community members, staff, and former athletes are invited, but be sure to wear your orange and blue. Free hot dogs, chips, and water will be provided, and it starts at 5.30 p.m. October 16th. Your jobs here in Hardy County, Alan J. Ford of Wachula is hiring an automotive porter detailer, a minimum age of 21, valid Florida driver's license, and multitasking ability are required. TDN Dentistry PLLC is hiring a dental assistant, CPR certification, completion of a dental assistance program, and knowledge of dental principles and procedures are required. And Wright is hiring a traffic control flagger. You must be at least 18 years of age with a valid driver's license, reliable transportation, and the ability to work in all weather conditions. All these jobs and more at Indeed.com. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office, the Wachula and Bowling Green Police Departments, and law enforcement agencies nationwide remind you to do the 9 p.m. routine. Remember to check every door and window in your home at 9 p.m. tonight and ensure that it is securely closed and locked to help protect against burglary. Remember to do the same with your vehicles, removing any valuables from the inside. By doing the 9 p.m. routine each and every night, you make your home a safer home. Remember, lock it or lose it. Be sure to send your job openings, news, or events to Hardy Midday, Hardy, M-I-D-D-A-Y at gmail.com, or you can message us on our Facebook page. Please remember to include any event brochures, pamphlets, or flyers with your message. They'll greatly assist us, and we'll read them on the air for you. Coming up, your local weather report and forecast, plus your agriculture, business, and sports news. Hardy Midday will return in just a moment. First National Bank of Wachula offers mobile banking. Download our mobile banking app and have instant access to your accounts. Check your balance and activity whenever you need to. Manage and pay your bills from almost anywhere. Check out mobile banking from First National Bank of Wachula. It's quick, easy, and secure. PartyMidday.com is your internet destination for area news, upcoming events, and so much more. Our new site combines the stories and events you'll hear on Hardy Midday, plus national happenings. Get an instant look at your weekly weather, plus live radar. Listen to past Hardy Midday shows, and you can even send us your events using our friendly message form. Write it down or make it a bookmark. www.hardymidday.com That's www.hardymidday.com Welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Rural Country 102.1 The Outlaw. It's time now for your weather report and forecast. 84 degrees out, feels like 93. Intermittent cloudy skies with no predicted chance of rain. Your shade temperature is 87 degrees. Winds north-northeast at 9 miles an hour with gusts up to 14. Your air quality is fair. The maximum UV index is 7 high. Your humidity very humid at 66%. The dew point 71 degrees, 60% cloud cover, 10 miles of visibility. 
in your cloud ceiling is 30,000 feet. Your Hardy County extended forecast for the cities of Wachita Bowling Green and Zolfo Springs last updated 10, 12 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This afternoon, sunny with isolated showers and storms, highs in the upper 80s. Northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain 20%. Tonight, partly cloudy in the evening, then clearing. Lows in the upper 60s, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Saturday, sunny, isolated showers and storms in the afternoon. Highs in the upper 80s, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain 20%. Saturday night, partly cloudy, isolated showers and storms in the evening, lows in the upper 60s, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain 20%. Going into Sunday, mostly sunny, scattered showers and storms in the afternoon, highs in the upper 80s, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain 40%. And Sunday night, partly cloudy with scattered showers and storms in the evening, then mostly clear after midnight, lows around 70, chance of rain 40%. That's your hearty midday weather report and forecast for today, tonight, and the weekend. You're all caught up now, so let's go to your agriculture news. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Hurricane Idalia battered Georgia farms and rural communities after sweeping across southeast Georgia on August 30th. Initial assessments released by the Georgia Department of Agriculture and UGA Extension detailed major agricultural damage in 13 counties. Idalia uprooted pecan trees, blew over corn and cotton stalks, battered vegetables, and tossed tobacco leaves to the ground. She also damaged farm equipment, sheds, and fences. Many farmers ran generators for days to keep their operations running until power was restored. U.S. hard red winter wheat exports are forecast down 10 million bushels this month to 155 million, the lowest since records began in 1973 and 74. Hard red winter supplies continue to see a downturn in U.S. acreage as corn and soybeans gain acreage. Historically, hard red winter was the leading class of American exports, but this year it's forecast to be the third largest class behind both hard red spring and white wheat. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture set policy priorities for the upcoming year during its annual meeting. NASDA will advocate to give the USDA more authority to be flexible in serving farmers and ranchers who often face challenges in seeking disaster assistance. NASDA also adopted a new policy of supporting laws protecting agricultural and forestry operations from nuisance lawsuits. For over 40 years, the Ag Information Network has been providing news and information for the most important industry in the world, Agriculture. The Ag Information Network gives you worldwide updates from local producers to regional organizations, from major crops like wheat and corn to animal agriculture to specialty crops like apples, almonds, and cherries. We report on stories that mean the most to you. Online at aginfo.net, the Ag Information Network, trusted and transparent journalism lasting for the next generation. Impressions. On social media, they're peddled for pennies on platforms like Facebook that can be biased, even censored. So what are you really getting for your advertising dollar? I invite you to join the Southeast Regional Ag News Radio Program, where our impressions are priceless, where it's impossible to put a value on information that empowers farmers and ranchers. If you're a company that values the impression you have within our ag community, support this radio station by sponsoring the Southeast Regional Ag News Program. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with today's Agribusiness Update. 
Listen up, farmers and neighbors. SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply can take care of all your irrigation needs, from house pumps to turbine service and backhoe service and more. Whatever your irrigation needs, including PVC pipes for pump and repair services, call owner and manager Randall Smith, 863-773-6255. Also on call if needed. That's SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply, located at 127 North George Burris Avenue in Wachula. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. How about a world record soybean crop in Georgia? With your Southeast Regional Ag News, I am Haley Ship. This is the Ag Information Network. As the numbers on the monitor kept ticking higher, a farmer in Georgia realized he was onto something big, record big, in fact. To be precise, 206.7 bushels per acre on a soybean field in South Georgia. Not just big, this is a world record soybean yield from farmer Alex Harrell. Last year we had corn on this field. We harvested the corn off and it started that day with residue management and then pull soil samples, one acre grid samples on every acre. And then we variable rate our lime and gypsum off of that. As far as in season, we choose the variety we want. We're a cover crop system. I put a cover crop in the fall, burn that down, and then pre-plant I apply chicken litter. Then as far as in season, we'll plant and starting right after emergence at V1, we'll start pulling tissue samples and I pull those every Monday. By Wednesday afternoon, I've got those results back and make my sprays or my wide drop applications or side dress or injection through the irrigation. Whatever he applies next, he says off of those tissue samples. The results, according to farmprogress.com, officially entered into the University of Georgia Extension Soybean Yields Contest. UGA Extension Lee County Coordinator Doug Collins was there to verify. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. This has been your Southeast Regional Ag Report. And now for your business news, the stock market report, and your sports news. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Rich Thomason. Following yesterday's heavy losses, it was a mixed open this morning for Wall Street. Big tech took a big hit yesterday after the Federal Reserve indicated it may cut interest rates next year by only half of what it predicted earlier. Amazon Prime Video will start showing ads during shows and movies early next year, saying that Prime members can pay $2.99 a month to avoid the ads. The company says that ad revenue will help it continue investing in compelling content and keep increasing that investment over a long period of time. European Union antitrust enforcers have slapped Intel with a fresh $400 million fine as part of a long-running legal fight. Intel accused of EU by EU regulators of engaging in anti-competitive practice. A Russian ban on gas and diesel exports and fueling a further rise in crude oil prices. For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Rich Thomason. 
Michael Harrington. We'll start with NFL Thursday night football. The 49ers remain perfect this season, getting a win over the Giants. The 49ers made it 13 straight regular season wins by slamming the Giants 30-12. to Christian McCaffrey scored a touchdown for the 12th consecutive game and finished with 85 yards on 18 carries. Brock Purdy was 25 of 37 passing for 310 yards and two TDs, hitting Debo Samuel six times for 129 yards and a score. The Niners defense limited the Giants to 150 total yards and hounded Daniel Jones all night. Jones completed 22 of his 32 passes, but for just 137 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. San Francisco is 3-0, and the Giants 1-2. and I'm Dave Ferry. Elsewhere, bad news for the Cowboys. Quarterback Trayvon Diggs has a torn ACL. In practice, he's done for the season. This is SRN Sports. Moving on to Major League Baseball as the season begins to wind down. The playoffs are looming in the American League. Just four games yesterday. The Rays defeated the Angels 5-4. to It was the Yankees 5 and the Blue Jays 3. Guardians over Baltimore 5-2. Detroit 7 and the A's 3. Over in the National League, the Dodgers topped the Giants 7-2. to It was the Pirates 8 and the Cubs 6. Braves beat Washington 10-3, to Phillies 5, Mets 4, and Milwaukee over St. Louis by 6 nothing score. NHL news, the Vegas Golden Knights went from hoisting the Stanley Cup to a victory parade on the Strip to a summer of celebrating. Now get down to the business of playing hockey again. The team opened training camp on Thursday, hoping to win back-to-back championships. General Manager Kelly McCrimmon says a short offseason is a good problem to have, but it's still an issue, one thing working in the Knights' favor, not much roster turnover. This is SRN Sports. And now here to talk about the Hardy Senior High School Blue Star Brigade's exciting opportunity to perform at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium tomorrow is Chet Huddleston. Thanks, Glenn. In studio today, we're joined by the incredible Justin Graham, the band director of the Hardy High Blue Star Brigade. Tomorrow, they're off to the University of Florida for UF Day, and Justin's here to give us a glimpse into the excitement, preparations, and musical magic they'll be bringing to Gainesville. And I just found out a few minutes ago you brought a special guest with you. So could you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us who you brought with you? Yeah, so I'm Justin Graham, and today we have Miss Graham um, with us today. She's a math teacher at the high school. She's also our color guard coach, which is a huge part of the Blue Star Brigade. They will also be joining us tomorrow down at Gainesville, um, cheering us along with the Gator Band's color guard. Awesome. So tell me what goes into making this possible and, and what's actually going to happen. I mean, if, uh, if our listeners are, are tuning in and, and they're thinking UF Day, what all, what all mm-hmm. does that in, entail? Yeah, so it, it's an awesome opportunity presented from the, the college, the university, where they're allowing our students to come join them for the day to see what it's like to be a collegiate marching band member. So we have all of their music for the halftime show, for in the stands. Um, we've been we've been learning it. We're going to join them in the stands um, at 7.30 or whatever, whenever the kickoff is. We'll be p- cheering on the Gators along with them. And then at halftime, we'll join them on the field for a um, halftime performance. Awesome. So how does this... How does this start at the beginning of the year? Did you know this was going to happen last year? How, where does this this originate from? So a lot of universities do this. They call it a band day where they bring in high school students. Um, last year, we actually went to USF and did something very similar. But this year, we wanted to take it up a notch and check what Gainesville has to, to offer. Um, and they, they have it all expenses paid. 
we had just paid for transportation. So the students just had to pay a little bit of money, get us up there. They're giving us shirts. We get to practice with them. We get free entry to the game and we get to perform with them. Awesome. Awesome. So I've, uh, tell, tell me about their attire. I had someone ask the other day, said, Oh, they remember the beautiful uniforms when they were in, in band. And, uh, but tell me about the attire for the day. Um, so when we go up there, we're going to go up in our khakis, closed toe shoes and our band shirts. UF is actually providing us with a special awesome. uh, t-shirt for the day um, to match with all the other high schools and with the uh, Gator Bands uniforms. That's great. Now you say other high schools. How many is going to be there? Do you I don't know do how that? many high schools are going, but I know that we, our students, we have about 70 going, are 70 of the 850 going. Wow. So it's a pretty exciting event for lots of high schools in the area, all over the state really. That's great. And what goes into preparations for this event from um, a student that's in the Blue Star Brigade? What goes in from their perspective? Yeah, it's kind of exciting and a little scary for some of them because, you know, some of them are freshmen and we're playing collegiate level music. So they didn't dumb it down or anything for us. We're playing the exact stand tunes that they they play in the stands every Saturday. And the music is collegiate level music for the halftime show. So it, it's real exciting. We've been playing along with their recordings of the Gator Band um, as we prepare for it. But it's, it's a good challenge and it's a lot of fun for our students. Awesome. So um, I understand you guys have a pretty early mm -hmm. start time on Saturday. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so our report time is 8 o'clock for directors to check in for our band. And if you know how far Gainesville is from Machula, it's about three hours on All a right. good day with no traffic, a normal car. So yeah, we're taking buses yeah. up there. Um, so we're leaving at 4.30 a.m. Um, and we'll hopefully be back around 2 a.m. the next day, I guess wow. you could say. Wow. Um, so it's going to be a long day, but we have to get up there, rehearse with the, the Gator Band, do everything for the day, and then it's a whole normal collegiate football game at the end of the night. So. Okay, so if I'm sitting here and I'm th and I'm hearing this interview and I'm sitting, I'm thinking, gosh, they got to leave so early, but the game isn't till seven. So what what happens through the day? Mm -hmm. So we get there around eight thirty. We practice with the the Gator Band, figuring out what's going to happen at our halftime performance and et cetera. And then we are actually going to take the kids over to a um, what's the mall called? I think it's the Oaks Mall. The Oaks Mall. It's a big mall over there in Gainesville. Kids will have some free time to enjoy enjoy the mall, get some food. Um, before and after we actually leave for the mall, students will have a little bit of time to kind of see a little bit of camp the campus. So okay. it's a good exposure to just the college sure, sure. experience. So on the Blue Star Brigade's halftime show that they do and they perform at every football game, every mm -hmm. Wildcat football game, how much preparation goes into getting prepared for that? <laughs> so – that, I mean, we practice two to three times a week of two hours each of those days. Um, and then on top of that class time every day, practicing the music, the visuals, the marching, there's a lot of time that goes into it. So when you say that this is a, a long day for it up yeah. to, it's not, they're not on you. They're not unfamiliar with a day like this that's a typical day for our students. I was going to say that's a lot crammed into one day for them to have to learn it is it is and uh, our students aren't they're not shy of stepping up to those challenges um, a normal football game day just for us here um, in Wachula would consist of them getting up you know seven o'clock coming to school all day right. then we load up the buses travel you know however far we got to travel on top of all the practice homework schoolwork 
our students are dedicated. Well, speaking from the perspective as a band parent, I can attest to that, that's for sure. And they build up, they start uh, band camp before school even mm-hmm. starts. Yeah, so we started about two weeks or so before school actually started. And we've been working ever since tirelessly at least three times a week um, after school. So that's addition to class. And we just finished our three-part show. So a lot of our fans have seen the first part or so of the show. Um, it's been a couple games since we've you know debuted uh, any more of the show. But next time they see us, we'll have a seven-and-a-half-minute seven show on the field of marching, music, awesome. visuals, um, and it's just it's a lot of work, a lot of effort that goes into that. So we're several months into the school year, uh, if my memory serves me right. So these these young young adults have been working for several months, and you said just finished up the third segment mm-hmm. of the performance, and then now they're going to UF and they're going to have to learn everything crammed into one day. So mm-hmm. you're right. That's you know that's a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work, and a lot of commitment on their part. Certainly. That's definitely admirable. And um, so what's it like as a band director to be involved in a day like this? It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of prep up front, getting everything, making sure we have our rosters ready. We have everything in line for the day to go smooth. Make sure we have our buses ready at four in the morning. Right. Just, just having everything prepared. Once we get to the day, there's not going to be a whole lot I have to do. We just get, we sure. go check in, we practice, we do our thing. Our kids know what to do in terms of that. We go eat, have fun at the mall, then we go enjoy a football game. All right, that's awesome. And I guess I would ask, um, you know, you're probably not going to have any sleep for about 48 hours there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that definitely brings us to understanding the amount of commitment and dedication that you you put in and the hard work that you put into making all of this possible for those young adults. Yeah. So. Um, whenever they start complaining, I, I'm right there with them. I'm telling <laughs> you, <laughs> we have to go to practice after school every day, too. So we uh, we love it and we love, you know, dedicating our time to them. So tell me a little bit about um, you and your background and what got you to being band director of the Blue Star Brigade. Yeah, so I um, went to school at Florida State University, um, which is kind of funny since we're going to the UF UF day. But um, yeah, I went to Florida State University and on my internship, um, I had a mentoring teacher that actually knew Bob Shaman. Um, And that's how the connection for getting over here to Wachula spurred out. Um, so they knew Bob Shaman and he gave me a call. We talked and he brought us down here, me and, me and uh, my wife, Miss Graham as well. Um, and they, we fell in love with, with the town. They fell in love with us and they got a math teacher and a band director. Oh, that's perfect. Well, Miss Graham, let's talk about your perspective a little bit on UF Day. And um, what are you most excited about? Well, as much as I hate UF... Uh, It's a great opportunity for these kids. I know a lot, at least speaking from a color guard perspective, a lot of these members, they have a lot of talent. They could become a collegiate spinner. And I think having them out on the field with the college UF band, you know, they're going to get to see that and be like, this is what I want to do. So just getting to inspire them. It's, it's going to be a long day, and I love my sleep, but getting to see how excited and happy they are, it's really all worth it. 
That's great. Yeah, and as much as we hate UF, we'll keep saying that. <laughs> We've been to a few of their games over there. Um, I think we lost both of them that I, I went to in my college days. But the atmosphere there is is awesome. Yeah. Um, so are you guys a little nervous being from Florida State walking on University uh, of Florida Field? I mean, it, 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 I understand that some <laughs> of the band kids was worried about you guys stepping foot on their we'll field. We'll be okay. Okay. We we'll have marched there before. We've marched okay. there before, so all we'll right. be all right. Um, but it's it's electrifying. It's awesome. Most of our I don't think any of our kids have experienced like a D one you know right, premium right. football especially a game. night game. Yeah, we've been to USF last year, but that it was USF versus okay nobody or something. Mm-hmm. At least this is the Gators versus nobody. Right, so right. this will be awesome, awesome experience for well, them. I'm sure that I'm sure that every single one uh, of the students that that attend this event is going to remember this for years to come. Oh yeah. And you know, you I'm sure you hear it uh, from being a band parent. I hear it from other other band parents, and they talk about their days in the band and their memories and their friends and the things that they did and the events that they went to and the shirts that they did and the fundraisers and mm-hmm. all those great things. So it definitely gives you a perspective that as much as the students that are are participating today may not realize this, they're making lifelong memories. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. on a daily basis and yeah. developing life skills as for sure you mentioned um, previously in conversation like everything that we are doing translates to jobs to um, work ethic dedication it's it's much more than just music that's right well i can't thank you both enough for all the hard work and everything that you do for not just the the band program but for the young adults that's in there also which helps our community and everybody that we know so there are future uh, leaders here mm-hmm. so you know thank you guys both for everything that you do thank you for having us yeah. yep and justin while i have you on air i got to ask since you were florida state mm-hmm. you know and are seminal at heart are you going to be rooting for the gators tomorrow I'm not going to be rooting for the Gators. I'm going to be rooting for wow. UNC Charlotte. Wow. Um, I don't even know what their mascot is, but <laughs> I, 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 I had to ask. Them. I had to ask. So, all right. Well, uh, you know, as our conversation with Justin and Miss Graham over here, the the band director of the Hardy High Blue Star Brigade, and his wife comes to a close. We truly are inspired by the dedication and the musical powerhouse that these two provide to our community in this program. Tomorrow's UF Day performance at the University of Florida promises to be a highlight of their journey, and we'll be cheering them on every step of the way. Keep an eye out for updates and musical adventures and continued success. Now let's send it back over to Glenn. And that concludes our time with Hardy Midday today, brought to you by the Speed Smiles and Service you'll always find at Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960. And no other bank deserves that title other than our very own First National Bank of Wachula. You can stop in and see them at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula or visit them on the web at fnbwachula.com. And don't forget, if you have an account open with First National Bank of Wachula, you can manage your accounts anytime and anywhere you go using their electronic banking system. Your quote for today, with the rise of self-driving vehicles, it's only a matter of time before we get a country song where a guy's truck leaves him too. Tune in, not tomorrow, but Monday for the latest in Hardy County news and information. I've been Glenn, and we will see you then. Until then, have a great and safe and cool rest of your day and a great weekend, folks. Or 
recording of today's show, send an email with the date of the show requested to hardymidday at gmail.com. Hardy Midday shows may not be sold or redistributed without the express written consent of WAUC Radio and Hardy Broadcasting. The news and event information presented in this show has been verified to the best of our ability. Please contact us if any errors are found. This has been Hardy Midday, a production of Hardy Broadcasting, LLC. Thank you.